Do you feel pulled in a million different directions all of the time? Does your to-do list make you want to run screaming into the abyss? Maybe your clients frequently contact you outside of business hours. Or perhaps you're so busy with work and life that you never get to spend time on yourself and your own goals. Can you relate? If you can, listen up. On today's episode, we're talking about how you can get out of this rut. Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama. Because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan, And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. Hey, Megan. Hey, Teresa. Hello, hello. Now, I have a question for you today. What would you say the number one complaint of service-based business owners is? And it's not money. So, Well, business owners are always complaining about money. So (laughs) if it's not money, my guess is time. Everything takes too much time to do, and there's never enough time in a day. Yep. Time is the number one complaint, but I'd like to make the argument today that time isn't actually the problem. It's more of the symptom to a bigger problem. The bigger issue is not having strong, healthy boundaries. And by boundaries, I mean the limits and rules that you set up for yourself within relationships. And that includes relationships with clients, family, friends, and even yourself. Today, I want to dive deeper into this subject because boundaries make everything easier and less stressful. Not having boundaries in business and life can definitely have negative consequences. You'll experience more stress, wasted time, mental distress, and even relationship issues, including personal and professional relationships. But the good news is that if you haven't established boundaries for yourself and your business, it's never too late. You can begin today. True. You are a work in progress. So don't beat yourself up if you've been operating without some guidelines. I've certainly struggled with boundaries in the past. Sometimes it's just hard to say no. You know what I mean? Definitely. At first, I resisted setting boundaries in the way that I worked. But over time, and it was quite a bit of time that I spent figuring out exactly what worked for me. Mornings are my best time to work. I get so much done. I'm really productive. I'm a lot faster. And I have a lot more mental clarity and also a lot more willpower. But then I started networking. And it all went to pot. What happened was I started making all of these really great friends, colleagues, meeting new people that were interesting, and I wanted to get to know them. Now, my networking group encourages doing these face-to-face, one-on-one meetings. So I started just making meetings like a crazy lady. And I was cutting into my morning work blocks, which was not a good idea. I started neglecting my blocks, neglecting myself, and quickly I found myself feeling frustrated my work wasn't getting done. And I also started to get really, really frustrated. And my anxiety started going through the roof because things started to pile up. 
what I learned from that experience was that healthy boundaries can actually have really good benefits, but only if you honor them. Now, before we get to those benefits, let's talk about why people may not set boundaries. I think there are lots of reasons why people may resist boundaries. Like me, you may have been raised in a society where boundaries were kind of difficult. Often people associate boundaries with more negative feelings. So in other words, the perception is possibly that boundaries are bad. So you may be apt not to set boundaries because you want to be helpful, you want to be liked and accepted, or maybe you hate telling people no. That's actually a big reason for many people. Other reasons you may resist boundaries are the fear of missing out or even a fear that you'll lose a client if you don't accommodate their requests. That's definitely happened to me before. Those are a few examples of why you may not have set boundaries, but no matter what the reason, the truth is that having boundaries helps you in the long run. I can think back to the time when I had my own web design business. One of my clients kept adding requests and features to her website project. I had asked her for a contract, but she didn't want to sign one. So the scope creep on this project was massive. I'm not joking. The website requests were never ending. She just added one thing after another. Then unfortunately, we had a death in my family. I had to go away to a funeral. And while I was at the funeral out of state, this client just wanted more and more while I was at the funeral. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't good. But the good part about it was it was a big aha moment for me. And out of that, I set two new boundaries for myself. One, moving forward, all projects required a signed contract to keep the scope and my time in check. That's a good idea. The second is that I learned to say no. By the way, saying no is one of the biggest gifts you can give to yourself. Yes. Anyway, I shared all of that with you to illustrate how setting boundaries saves you time and effort and a lot of frustration too. You'll reduce stress and overwhelm when you've got those boundaries in place. Yes. What I love about that story is it demonstrates how workload increases without proper boundaries. For example, how much time, effort, free advice you give. In addition to boundaries helping you to form your processes, it also helps to create structure around your relationships and how you work. This piece will be critical for you. So recently, I had a client who had a nightmare client. This client was always overreaching, kind of similar to what was happening with you, Megan always asking for more than what was stipulated in their contract. And she was even relying on my client to help her make important decisions in her business. We're talking about calls late at night, multiple emails a day. And if my client didn't get back to her within a few minutes, she would have these hissy fits. My client was so stressed out. And she really wanted to help her client and she really wanted to make her client happy, but there wasn't anything that she could do to appease this person. So while my client wanted to keep her client happy in not setting up any rules ahead of time, she created the right atmosphere to be taken advantage of. But honestly, it really wasn't her client's fault. It was her fault. What she was really 
teaching her client is that I don't respect my time and neither should you. And instead of over delivering and being helpful and being accommodating, she was fostering a lack of respect from her client. She was also enabling her client. So her client was relying on her instead of being confident to make her own decisions. And the worst part of it all, at least I think, is that my client had set up an atmosphere where resentment built up on both sides. So the relationship was terrible. By creating some clear boundaries around contact and scope of work, instead of being overwhelmed, feeling guilty, being resentful, and working way over the amount of contracted hours, my client had more time, she had less stress, and happier relationships with her clients. But remember, ultimately, you are responsible for creating the guidelines that teach people how you want to be treated. That's in business and in life. When you do this, you'll have stronger relationships, and good, healthy relationships make everything more enjoyable. That is good stuff, Teresa. I think that not having boundaries leads to bad behavior in client relationships. I've seen that many times with my own businesses and also with other people's businesses. Yes. You know what that makes me think of? Self-care. Healthy boundaries are essential to self-care. Yes. After all, there's only one you, which in my case is a good thing. (laughs) Let's face it, you can take better care of others when you first take care of yourself. I think people who have good health tend to take it for granted. As someone who has a few somewhat serious medical conditions, take it from me. Health issues make everything else more difficult. So you have to prioritize taking care of yourself. One thing I do is to take two-hour breaks during the day. You're thinking, whoa, that's insane. In fact, I had a business coach once look at my time-blocked calendar and exclaim with complete horror, you don't need a break that long. 30 minutes is enough. But I'm a content creator. I typically start creating early in the morning. By 11 a.m., I'm slowing down. My work production slows to a halt. My energy takes a total nosedive. So if I don't take that two-hour break, the remainder of my afternoon is far less productive. I'm foggy-brained, I'm scattered, and that leads to stress. So again, take care of yourself. Set self-care boundaries that help you and don't worry about what others say. Respect your body and your brain. You will feel better, have more clarity, make better decisions, and you'll avoid burnout. Oh, that's so good. I love that. And it reminds me how important it is to set boundaries with yourself and how you like to work so that you don't get behind or end up focusing on things that aren't a priority or not be productive at all because you've worked yourself to the point of fatigue. The best example of this is how I make time to work on my business. And I'm going to tie this back to that whole networking discussion. So you know, and I've talked about this before on this podcast, about how there was a time I was working 16 to 18 hours a day. It was absolutely insane. Talk about no self-care. I also had no boundaries. I never said no to anything. I always took on more responsibility than I actually needed to. But 
one of the things I'm most proudest about when it came to how I work now is that I really understand myself. Just like you were saying, Megan, knowing that you need that two hour block is important to your well being all around. And you work at your best when you're taking care of yourself. And it was the same for me. So understanding that my best time to work was in the morning on things that take a lot more of my brain power, content creation, strategy, that kind of stuff. And then saving things for later in the day, like client calls that take, of course, my brain power, but different. When I have to show up and do things for myself, it takes a lot more out of me than when I have to be there for you. So when I know I need to be there for a client, I would never want to disappoint them. My willpower has no say in it. I've made the commitment for my client and I'm there. And I love that interaction in the afternoon and it actually helps, gives, gives me another boost of energy. So when I wasn't honoring my best work times, when I was taking all those face-to-face meetings in the morning, I really cut into the boundaries that I'd already set for myself, cutting into my most productive time. And in not honoring that, I was creating stress and overwhelm. And once I stopped scheduling appointments during my most important blocks of time, I felt freer and I felt more accomplished. And I really noticed a boost in my self-esteem as well because I wasn't carrying around the weight of worry that came when I had unfinished work or projects. So make sure you're setting boundaries for yourself and honoring those boundaries. That's really important advice. And I think a lot of people can relate to it. I think we all kind of fall into that same, like some of the same bad habits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then, you know, experience shows you what you what you need to do basically before we head out today we'd like to give you some examples of boundaries that you may want to set up in your own business one set up office hours for your clients and only answer communications between those times two say no to opportunities that don't align with your goals and don't feel badly about that three Don't share too much personal information with your clients. That can really help blur the boundary lines. And four, create blocks of time to work on your projects for your business and honor them. I think those are really good places to start setting boundaries. There's one last thing I want to share. My favorite aspect of boundaries is their ability to help in the decision-making process. Once you've defined your boundaries, you can use them to guide your business choices as well as your personal decisions. As a simple example, let's say you've chosen to work until 4 p.m. on weekdays. That's the boundary you set. When a client calls at 3.45 p.m. with a last-minute request, you already know your answer. Your reply is that you will be happy to help them tomorrow because you already have a commitment. You're not obliged to say any more than that. And it's true, you do have a commitment. It's a commitment to yourself and to the boundary you set. That's how boundaries provide much needed structure, guidance in your actions, and even confidence. Don't look at boundaries as limiting, but as 
freedom from making decisions you could later regret. Insightful as always, Megan. Well, that's a wrap for today. Now it's your turn. Your action for today is to think about some boundaries that you need to set up in your business and write them down. Then pick one to implement this week. You can do it. Take care, everyone. See you next time. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at messydeskpodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. This is the pre-intro role. I don't know. Is that what it's called? That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> don't forget, like, you got to stay real close to your microphone. Hello. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about today. (laughs) We're going to get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I keep saying, what would Megan do? Otherwise, I'm going to end up talking about my COVID-19 hair, and we don't want that. (laughs) 